Hey, this is David Hayter. You may know me as the screenwriter of films like X-Men, X-Men 2, and Watchmen, but you probably know me best as the voice of Solid Snake from Metal Gear Solid. And you're listening to Hawaii's number one podcast, the Casanova Podcast. Kept you waiting, huh? I'm interviewing the Pope. <laughs> it's, it's funny. Um, a lot of people are kind of react like that, you know, um, which always kind of surprises me because, you know, I'm just I'm just a normal dude like anybody else, you know. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, I get I get that reaction quite a lot, especially from, uh, you know, I'm working with a lot of uh, developers at the minute. Mm-hmm. Um, behind the scenes with some 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 things, and um, yeah, they, they get similar reactions. It's like, oh my god, I'm I'm speaking to poop. <laughs> <laughs> Does it ever get? Um, do you ever get to a point where it doesn't seem surprising to get that reaction, or is it always surprising? No, it's it's kind of always surprising, you know, because um, like I said, I'm I, I don't look at myself as some you know icon or inspirational figure you know i just the whole idea about you know pope and it and started many years ago you know it was to do this fan art for people mm-hmm. um and, and generally it's only to put smiles on faces you know mm-hmm. um because some of the reactions i get um you know if you said you know pope can you do as a you know, Gears of War, because it's my favorite game, and I've got so many memories with that franchise, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, then I would create you something, but I would probably look a little bit into your your social feed, in a sense, just to get little, little inclines of what other things you might like. Mm-hmm. And then I kind of mash it together. So, you know... It's not just a gears controller; it becomes a gears with bits of hidden things that belong to you as a person, you know. So mm-hmm. it just makes that a little bit more special to you, even though you know hundreds or thousands of other people also might like it. And when can I buy it? You know, and when 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 when's it going to come available? You know, but it'll never come available, you know, because that. The idea is some things are just never meant to be made, you know, because they become treasures personal to that person who I might have created it for, you know. Mm-hmm. So you as a person, you, you could suggest, well, you know, Pope, could you make this for me? Then, then I probably would, you know, but if it was to go into the public domain as, you know, something that I would sell 
to, to hundreds or thousands of other people, then the answer would be no, you know, because uh, I have, I've also got to be protective of what, what are allowed, what are, I allow to be released, you know, because obviously there's a lot of IP legal issues, mm-hmm. uh, you know, when you're when you're you're using assets from a certain game, or uh, you know, the last thing you want to do is stop messing around with <clears throat> with copyright, you know. Mm-hmm. Uh, but but if a, a developer reaches out because of that fan art and kind of goes, look, would love to work with you. Um, then yeah, by all means, I'm 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 open to, to to doing things like that as well, you know. Which mm-hmm. generally happens. That's how I'm working with working with about fifteen game studios at the minute. Um, it's so insane it's, the amount of uh, game studios that you're working with. Like your resume of work is incredibly impressive. Like, yeah. would you have ever thought? when you started that you would be where you are now like no definitely not no <laughs> definitely like i say it, it, it kind of started many years ago with uh, a, a guy he, he he said you know can you do me some fan art on a controller you know and i, and mm. I was kind of like well i don't know I've, I've never done this before you know so let but sure let's give it a go you know mm-hmm. um we got to remember as my background in design comes from not graphic designer you know i don't associate or myself as a graphic designer you know because that's not what i, I studied to do it's not what i spent 20 to 30 years you know doing in the industry i'm a i'm actually an interior designer you know so mm-hmm. um i design you know, a lot for retail. Um, you know, I, I've worked with over 70 brands designing products that that most everybody in the world buys, you know. Um, I've created, you know, supermarkets and retail stores and uh, oh. I've created um, interiors for, you know, soccer players and fashion designers and uh, so you know i've got a huge design background you know i used to design um, exhibitions or i think you know in the us you call them booths mm-hmm. um, i used to you know design them all around the world um so it's my skill is as, as a designer is 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 like million and billion dollar projects you know like mm-hmm. I, I design huge interior exterior buildings for a for a living so to 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 sort of bring it down to a controller size you know it's 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 definitely a a huge sort of not i wouldn't say a step down because it it's it's actually given us a lot more enjoyment Mm -hmm. as a designer you know Um, um and also you know i'm fair although i'm you know, I'm ne- I'm nearly in- into my fifties. Hard to believe. You know, this baby face. <laughs> Seriously? Uh, yeah, I'm an o- I'm getting old. <laughs> but um, the... you're in your twenties, your mid twenties. No, Goodness. it's hard to believe. I'm 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 knocking on the on that fifty door. <laughs> <laughs> and um, yeah, I think um, 
it's I'm still sort of learning social media you know I've, I've though I've I've been on social media a few years you know but mm-hmm. you're trying to gauge the audience you're trying to you know yeah uh, I guess kind of grow as a, as a person um, but the kind of problem I've kind of hit at the minute is you know me is, me is this Pope guy and I always and I always treat Pope on social media as a as a as a as a third person, you know. He's 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 kinda of bits of me, but he's you know, he's he's a person who's out there to solely bring joy to people, you know. Mm-hmm. Uh, and so I have to always remember that. Uh, you know, and try not to sort of let any problems or negativity that I might be having you know that particular day to kind of reflect in the social media world you know i mean obviously bits of do kind of creep out you know it's hard to kind of contain this person as a, as a third person when emotionally you might be having a bit of a bad day yourself yeah. you know yeah. Um, yeah. but what i've started to understand now is pope is kind of not becoming a person but he's becoming a brand Mm-hmm. So that that's kind of like move things to another stage, you know. So um, I have to kind of be mindful as a brand now to to be careful. Maybe it's what I say or what I do on social media, you know. Just because, um, like I say, I, I'm part I'm partnered with a lot of you know very sort of big names in the gaming industry, and. Um, the last thing I need to do or is kind of tarnish their reputation mm-hmm. because of my reputation. Do you know what I mean? So yeah, yeah, yeah. It's 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 definitely something I'm also having to learn as a person, um, and I kind of guess that probably happens to most people who who you know start off quite small and then they kind of grow into something. You know. Mm-hmm. Um, that you can't always be the person you used to be. You know, you you've kind of got to also learn and develop as a yeah. person. Um, mm-hmm. And I always try to come off is is just this nice guy, you know, which generally I actually am. You know, <laughs> <laughs> this is just kind of me. I just kind of fool around a lot, you know. Um, but yeah, it's. It's kind of hard not to get tied up into, you know, the things you see in social yeah. media. You know, the news or, yeah. Um, and and I think as well, although I may have my own sort of views on on things, <laughs> as an individual, I, I can't allow those to be kind of processed through Pope. You know, like a, just because he's got a few, you know, quite a good following, I can't use him as a leverage, let's say, yeah. to influence the wrong kind of people. Yeah. Um, you know, so, yeah, it's, it's you know, and the only reason why I'm saying all this is because, you know, people who might be listening to this podcast or this show is, 
if you want to grow as a person or you know develop your own business or your own company just be mindful of others you know um, and just because you have an opinion doesn't necessarily mean it's the right one and it should be broadcast yeah you know everywhere i think you've got to just be a little bit more diplomatic with um and i think the beauty that i've got living in sort of kind of england is you know europe as a country is 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 just vast in people's religion beliefs um you know spectrum of colors in 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 sort of people in general that us growing up we're kind of used to not having you know strong opinions about you know color or race or or, or anything we're just kind of we're just kind of like cool about it you know mm. <laughs> um it's so like i think hawaii hawaii's like yeah. that too yeah yeah so we're, we're can... all mixed over here so it's like is is kind of hard to like focus in on like particular race or or religion because it's like we're all intermixed there's so many different uh religious beliefs out here so we're like ah cool hey <laughs> you know, just throw a shotgun yeah. <laughs> like i mean it's funny being called poor because like i'm kind of i'm not I, I wouldn't say i'm like some kind of atheist but i just don't have any real kind of strong religious beliefs you know it's like mm-hmm. but um if i was to say my you know my son he he's catholic you know but it's kind of nothing against you know what i mean i think i don't mm-hmm. preach i don't preach to him to say no no you can't you just kind of oh well cool <laughs> if that's yeah. what you want to do like just if that's how you want to develop you know then that's that's cool you know so it's it's strange when you see things like that in social media you know and because like in my head it just I don't know. It's like, <laughs> <laughs> you know, well, so I, I get it. Um, yeah. So, but no. And going back to the question, this this is this is crazy. This, you know. Even, <laughs> I mean, I've got a whiteboard next to us here with all the jobs I'm, I'm currently working on at the minute, and just to see some of them huge names on the list, it's like. You know, it's 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 absolutely bizarre. You know, it's like, uh, you know, so I'm working with Square Enix. What? <laughs> like, where, where did that come from? You know, um, I have got a quite a big name to announce. Um, just whenever, really. There is no time limit to when I announce these things. You know, it's mm-hmm. um, you know me and the developer are kind of working close behind the scenes at the minute. Um, producing these concepts and um, they're quite eager to tease the fact that working with Pope you know and I was like but I'm also eager to tell them I'm working with like <laughs> you guys you know it's like he's a massive game industry you know so it's um, so it's kind of weird when they're excited to um, announce Pope you know mm-hmm. um it's one of the things where, you know, to, to touch on a couple of points that you, you've, you've made, like when it comes to like working with these companies, these brands and, and taking, you know, a, a hobby 
and turning it into like a career, you know, yeah. an outlet. It's such, it's, it's so surreal. And I feel like there's never a point where it doesn't feel like, oh man, this is a dream. Like I know for myself, like I went from working IT for a decade plus to doing this full time yeah. for like the last couple of years. And, you know, I've had opportunities like I work with Square Enix, you know, Razer, Capcom, you know, stuff I'm doing out here trying to help build the gaming community here in Hawaii because we virtually have a non-existent community and trying to bridge that to the rest of the world and, and, and to yeah. the industry. And it's just, it's surreal when I look at my wife some days and I'm like, you know, 10 years ago, five years ago, a couple of years ago, never would have thought this would be what I'm yeah. doing. You know, it's just, so I, yes. I, I fully understand. <laughs> I mean, exactly that. Sometimes, you know, we're, we're still kind of in, in lockdown mm -hmm. over, over here in England. So, um, you know, we all have to still work from home. Um, but also, you know, we do our daily walks, you know, so, Mm -hmm. On an even on an evening, I'll go for a walk with my wife, you know, and and I'll kind of go, oh my god, I was working with such and such the day, you know, but it, it's kind of like she's not a gamer, so it's like it's well over her head, you know. Yeah. But, <laughs> to me, it's like it's like I, I, this is just you know, it's something like I feel like I need to pinch myself, you know, and think, <laughs> well, it's like you know, I'm w working with the guys at NZXT and and um, some people don't know who NZXT are, you know, but they, they, they build these beautiful PCs, you know. They do. And, and I was working with them with uh, a, a cyberpunk project, mm -hmm. kind of individually. Um, it was kind of poor part in, in NZXT, you know. Mm -hmm. And and um, they were like, oh, my God, you know, this is like, this is like crazy stuff, you know, like we never thought we could do things like this where we're and i was like oh okay and um you know because i think some of my designs that i do are quite a little bit kind of crazy you know mm -hmm. um, not not too crazy I, I can't take things beyond if i want to you know but it's kind of the word you're looking level. for is phenomenal your work's phenomenal yeah. <laughs> <laughs> there's there's like a level um that you're trying to go beyond but you, you just sort of pull yourself back from it you know just mm -hmm. because you're always for me i'm when i design stuff for brands like uh, you know like let's say halo uh, what i've learned in the past is it, it's cool to push something out to the general public but then there's the hardcore fans and these guys literally, <laughs> they, they literally know everything, you know, and um, they'll soon tell you if you've done something, you know, not correct. Yeah. It's like, and say, oh, right, okay, I, well, I didn't know that, but okay, <laughs> I, for, the, for the next time, I'll, uh, I'll remember that, you know. So, um, I, because I build everything in 3D, you know, um, it's, it's not, it's not photoshopped, it's, I create textures in Photoshop and then I kind of wrap them on a 3D model and then mm -hmm. kind of render it out, you know. Um, so I kind of got some 3D models from uh, NZXT and it wasn't until I started like un, you know, un 
you know, deconstructing the model that I kind of realized, oh my God, the, these things are beautiful. You know, they're, they're like, they're so well engineered. Mm-hmm. Um, and I just, I fell in, so I kind of fell in love with the brand, you know. Mm-hmm. Uh, so a bit like Xbox, you know, I've, I've spent many years, you know, you know, promoting and hyping Xbox. And if you think about it, every design I do is on an Xbox. Mm-hmm. Um, and in my business, in the retail world, um, you spend so, so many years learning, you know, design psychology. Um, you, you use so much psychology to kind of manipulate the consumer into buying something, you know, that didn't really think they needed. Mm-hmm. But it's my job as the designer to kind of say, no, no, you need this, mm-hmm. even though you don't really want it. Um, so I, I kind of use a bit of psychology in, in my work, you know, so every time I'm doing an Xbox, all it's doing is just dropping that, you know, psychological thing in people's head that Xbox is cool or Xbox is, the, you know what I mean? It's mm-hmm. um, So even though I'm not technically saying that in words, psychology, you know, your psychological sort of brain is just absorbing this sort of, oh, I want this Xbox, you know, mm-hmm. I need an Xbox, I need an Xbox, you know, and um and then since i started doing the playstation 5 stuff and the the nintendo i kind of jump around a lot <laughs> i started mm-hmm. doing some merch recently because i don't know i just thought what the hell <laughs> and um so i kind of jump around um so that kind of made us also want to change from xbox pope which i spent many years as being xbox pope you know mm-hmm. um to become a Pope art, which is kind of a play on two words, really. It's it's Pope and art, because people just know us as Pope. Mm-hmm. But it's but it's also pop art, which is mm-hmm. like you know a form of uh, you know art sort of culture, let's say. You know, um, so I thought, oh well, I'll mash the two words together. <laughs> <laughs> you know, so uh, but that caused a lot of let's say a, a lot of sort of conflict in the community that I changed my name and it was really oh, yeah it was because um, obviously I, ha- I had to kind of slowly kill Xbox Pope off you know because I think once you change your name you can't really go back you know because right. there's, a, there's a bit of conflict there so I kind of killed him off and yeah I lost a lot of followers I lost <laughs> I had a what? few ang- had a few angry people. It was like, you can't kill Pope, you know. But I think what they don't realise, it's still the same guy. <laughs> mm-hmm. It's just got a new name, you know. Um, so yeah, it's it, it's funny. It's funny how social media works, you know. But uh, I'm I'm chill. I, I'm always cool. So. No, no, it's, it's very true. Like when you're going through the process of, you know, re, as a brand, rebranding, renaming, it's um, a lot of people think it's easy when it's not. It's really not going through a rebrand. And 
um, especially if there's a attachment people have towards, you know, previous name or previous uh, persona or however it was like people, it, it's, it's challenging. Like I, yeah. I'm right now I'm going through a rebrand for, you know, my Mikel Casanova brand at Casanova podcast brand. Um, to incorporate more of my Hawaiian and Samoan heritage into like my designs, my logo, my branding, oh, my messaging. Nice. And it's, it's difficult. Cause a lot of people are like, Oh, we just know you as a guy in Hawaii. Like you're, you're not, you know, you've never focused on your heritage or focused on any of this. And I'm like, well, I kind of want to incorporate it. And so yeah. I'm getting backlash on that. And, but I'm like, yeah, you guys can be upset about that. But you know, when I'm working with companies, they're like, Hey, we want to get into Hawaii. We, you know, we, we like the yeah. idea of Hawaii. So why not? I mean, so, when, when you, you asked uh, me to come on the show, I was like, Definitely, you know, I mean, <laughs> I, I don't know how much of an influence I am in, in Hawaii, but... Um, You've got fans I, out here. I've, I've got, it's funny because I've got little pockets of, um, of like, really hardcore fans. It's, mm. it's, not, it's not really, you know, hugely the US, but, you know, I've got huge fans in Brazil and uh, in Mexico. Mm-hmm. Uh, and, I, and I love it because is is a... Is a is a nation of, of, of those sort of people. They uh, they just kind of when they I think when they kind of latch on or, or or adopt somebody they really like, that you can feel that passion. Mm-hmm. You can feel the energy. It, like they're so. And for me as a person, I love that. You know, I love positivity. I love energy. It's it's mm-hmm. kind of it just makes you feel not not as this kind of god or this kind of icon but it just makes you feel good or it feels it makes you feel needed or wanted mm-hmm. you know and um I, so i have huge respect for the for my fans in brazil and, and mexico because they're just such lovely people you know and and they're, they're so passionate about gaming and you know same pope's work you know um so yeah i, I mean to to, to have some Hawaiian fans that would be amazing. Hopefully I get an invite one day to come come visit, you know. <laughs> come on out of here. Definitely. So that's one of the things, like a lot of my friends that uh, and this is one of the beauties that, uh, like one of the beauties of this show is it's allowed me to make so many friends in the industry where like from voice actors, you know tech and, and gaming company people, when they come out to Hawaii, usually people stay with me because I've got a house right next to Waikiki. Uh, I just had uh, Daryl Rivers, who does the voice of in Bison from Street Fighter, just had him out. Uh, the guy, nice. who, uh, Ruben Langdon, who does uh, Dante from Devil May Cry, uh, David Hayter from uh, Metal Gear Solid. So I like a lot of these people, they'll come out, they're hang, they'll stay at my house, or if they come out and visit, they'll just hang out with me. I take them around uh, this island, all the d- different ones, and just, I tell them, I'm like, yeah, one of the things I want you guys when you come out here is to experience aloha, you know, the aloha yeah. spirit, because, you know, a lot of people think of Hawaii, they think of Lilo and Stitch, and like, oh yeah, they say aloha, they say ohana, and I'm like, okay, I want to get you to understand what that means like when you come out here like yeah you're ohana your family i want you to experience that welcoming aloha spirit you know how we are here in hawaii because 
there's a commercialized aspect, but then there's the experiencing of it. And, you know, dude, you come out here, see? Hey, well, I go and say, that's it. I'm going to I'm gonna tell my wife now that we're going to Hawaii. Do it. And, uh, we're going to come stay with you. Of course. Um, we got a five-bedroom house. We got room for you. <laughs> so it's, um, no, it's, it, no I'll, I'll definitely... I'll definitely take you up on that. It's 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 a country. It's it's a country I've always wanted to visit. The same as kind of I've always wanted to go to Australia for some mm. reason. Don't know why, but it's <laughs> just it's just there in in my in my bucket list of things to do. You know, mm. and um, but yeah, I mean, so the 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 kind of thing I'm starting to. Because obviously, you know, it is a brand, um, and I understand what you were saying before about your, you know, changing the brand. Um, what I've learned over the years, because you know, like I say, I've worked with many brands, <laughs> is is they they also have to reach a point where they have to change, or or develop, let's say, one of the products, and um, because because in retail there's four types of uh, shopper, you know, mm-hmm. con- consumer. And one of the consumers is a brand loyalist, you know. So mm-hmm. brand loyalists, you know, and you could say some some Xbox fans are brand loyalists, you know, the only yeah. like Xbox, you know. Yeah. And um, But it's the same as, but if Xbox changed overnight, that would upset the brand loyalists but so what you do is you you create a 10-year plan mm-hmm. and then halfway in between the five-year plan that's when you're starting to slowly change you know and so you've already developed the complete change mm-hmm. but you have to inject it something in the middle that transitions slowly to the new brand you know because mm-hmm. Otherwise, it kind of shocks people. So it's going back to your brand. It's sometimes showing people subtly that you're changing rather than bang overnight changing. Yeah. Can cause a lot of conflict. And one of the things I did with Xbox Pope was is I slowly told or hinted to people that, you know, he was he was disappearing. He was he was. He's he's no longer going to become this person, you know. And, mm-hmm. But he's it's okay. He's going to develop into somebody else, you know. Uh, so so yeah, it's it, it's definitely hard to create a brand, and it's definitely hard to to then change the brand to to into where you maybe is heading towards. Uh, because I'm definitely heading. You know, I never thought I would be in the gaming industry like this. Mm-hmm. You know, but it, it's starting to get quite serious now. I've got, uh, I've got people want to to partner up to create merchandise. You know, it's like, what what does a pop creation of a t-shirt look like? You know, for mm-hmm. and what does you know? I've got uh, headphone companies wanting to kind of do some work of it, it's it's yeah it's definitely <laughs> it's it's definitely bizarre like but uh, you know 
I'm a great believer in I just do one day at a time. You know? mm-hmm. I wake up and whatever job I'm working that day, that's kind of what I focus on, you know. Um, and then whatever tomorrow brings, brings, you know. Yeah, um, I'm, 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 I'm quite laid back like that as a person. I'm quite chilled. Um, I try not to let too many things kind of um, like kind of mentally drain drain me as a person, you know. Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, just just because I think, like I said earlier on, I'm kind of approaching that 50 mark. You kind of look at life in a totally different way when you when you start reaching milestones in your life, mm-hmm. because not not because you're worried. Well, how long have I got left? It's just you start to appreciate life differently. Mm-hmm. Um, you start to enjoy it more. Um, you know, pressures of normal day-to-day life that maybe is when you were younger that kind of you know stress you out or kind of you know you know put you in this sort of mental state of depression. Um, they no longer affect you anymore. Yeah. Yeah. It, it's kind of weird how it happens. It, it's, it's it's a not, gradual thing too. Yeah, it's it's not something that kind of you're taught. It you can just feel your body kind of yeah. like naturally doing it. Um, so I'm 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 totally loving being nearly fifty because <laughs> <laughs> um, nothing seems to kind of bother me now. You know, it's mm-hmm. it's it's just I have this. I just kind of want everyone to be be happy you know and and, and kind of enjoy what they have you know um, I think COVID should really have taught many people a huge lesson that life really can be super short you know Yeah. I mean it, I've seen some friends and pass away because of COVID in the only in the 30s or you know early 40s and you think Oh my God! Like, like mm-hmm. some something's just come along. It wasn't, you know, it wasn't a bus, it wasn't a car, that, or it wasn't someone who ended their life. It was actually this invisible virus that kind of took that all away, you know. Um, yeah. So I think once you start getting around in your head that um, life really can be that quite short, you start to uh, just not be not be as angry towards others you know you start to develop like not that you're ever going to have a world of kindness you know it's it's Mm. just never it's never going to happen you know there's always going to be people out there who who are going to hate or 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 be or sort be bad Um, but i think you as a person just need to decide you know what what do you want to become do you want to just be a good guy or do you want to be a bad but bad guy you know it's mm-hmm. you can't technically really have both you've got to be one or the other you know yeah um but you'll probably enjoy life more if you just be a good guy <laughs> <laughs> you know? so, no, no I, I agree fully with with what you're saying um especially over the last what's what we're going on almost two years of COVID now? We're closing in on it because this year is almost halfway done. 
just good yeah. God, 2021 has just flown by. Um, I, for like, I can say like for me, like it really it put a lot of things in perspective. I've had a lot of uh, friends and family that passed away from COVID, and um, I remember when it first hit Hawaii, people weren't taking it seriously. People yeah. were you know, still doing massive gatherings, still going to the beach, still doing all these partying. And then when we started having rampant cases and it just started escalating over and over yeah. and over, then people started taking it more seriously. And I, I know for, you know, myself and my wife, um, you know, I had just started getting into, like I was hitting my stride with this as a full-time career because a couple months prior to that, I had left my job of ten, you know, ten plus years in in uh, system. Uh, what was I? Uh, telephony. I was a telephony analyst. Um, so I was doing that, and I started going into this, and then that kind of went to a halt because I had to adjust. I was like, oh yeah, I'm going to go to this convention. I'm going to go to that. Yeah. I'm going to work on this and go to meet this company, and that shifted my focus. And then when my wife got laid off from her job it really put things in perspective. It's like, okay, oh, all right, what are we going to do? And then we found out we were expecting. So you're like, oh, crap. <laughs> okay, <laughs> what are we going to do now? And it's uh, it really got us to a point where, I guess, you know, staying home, because we're used to being out, you know, all the time, out yeah. doing this, out doing that. But slowing down, spending time with each other, you know, it's, it's almost like getting to know each other all over again. And a lot of things, you know, just stopped mattering like a lot of minor ain't you know things that we used to get upset about things that i guess you could say inconsequential things just started not mattering like i'm at a point now like i'm kind of like you like just be happy you know just do your thing yeah. like you know just you know and i i talk to friends that are uh you know upset that they can't go out to the the bar can't go out and do this can't go out and do that and i'm like but you still have your health you still have your life a lot of exactly. people can't say that <laughs> you know? yeah it's 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 it is a bit bizarre sometimes how you know people lock on to a, a certain thing like i think some people over here are kind of well i need a holiday you know it's like mm. But hang on a minute. If if you looked around in England, we've got so much heritage. You know, we've got you know Roman and Viking, and um, you know, all we've got kind of Victorian sort of delights. You know, things that were like engineered. If if they hadn't have been engineered back in the Victorian days, they would you know they wouldn't develop to what you have now you know it's mm -hmm. and, it, and it's all in your own country right now you know you don't have to kind of go overseas um you can actually just get in the car and drive you know somewhere and and, and still be amazed and enjoy each other's you know pleasure and time mm -hmm. uh, i think yeah but i think it's that needing to get away you know you know, I've got to go on holiday somewhere. Mm -hmm. um, it's the same as your your concept there of the pub. You know, it's like I need to go to the pub. Well, dear, <laughs> you know, it's like you know, it's like 
I mean, I, I'm not a huge you know, drinker anyway, so it doesn't uh, it doesn't really affect me. Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, I, I mean, I can't. You know, I'm quite happy to go out for a few drinks and celebrate. <laughs> uh, but uh, other than that, I'm 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 more or less coffee. I'm a I'm a coffee drinker. So same here. <laughs> so, uh, that's kind of it. But um, no, I'm 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 super excited to to kind of share with everybody um, some of the cool things I've been doing behind the scenes. Mm-hmm. Uh, I don't. It's kind of hard because obviously I you know I like not that I like to tease the community, but I do te- I do tease the community mm-hmm. uh, with with things, and sometimes I actually put little clues in when I tease. So if you, if you actually looked very carefully, you would probably see I'm actually hinting towards something, you know, um, mm. and, and, and I kind of like to do that, but yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm super excited once all this is kind of out in the open, um, you know, I'm doing quite you know, two big jobs for Xbox at the minute. Um, a couple of, big game studios um but it, it's just taking a long time to kind of get out there you know it's like <laughs> it's like oh my god come on i just release it already <laughs> you know but i think one thing i learned to, doing this and kind of making things become real mm-hmm. like that that is no easy task <laughs> like i just thought some somebody put something on a controller and and that was it you know like no it's it's not that simple um in fact a lot of the a lot of the things that kind of go on behind the scenes like as in production wise mm-hmm. it it all stems from china you know mm-hmm. so because of covid um there was that kind of backlog of uh, not being able to get technology or hardware mm-hmm. um because obviously problems in China, so they couldn't produce the stuff. So then, so it has a kind of bit of a snowball effect, effect. Of, yeah. of like, well, you know, I've got Square Enix needing a job done, but I'm struggling to buy the hardware. Mm-hmm. And then, you know, then I've got to try and get a team of people together to kind of produce the the controllers physically, you know. it's mm-hmm. uh, In all the time, people and it's, it, it sometimes does get a little bit upsetting when people say well i can buy a, an xbox controller for 60 dollars why why are your controllers 100 dollars mm-hmm. well you've got to remember you know i've had to get this produced in china i've had to pay import export taxes mm-hmm. and then i'm now because i've had to have it shipped to let's say the UK or the US, I've then got to pay a team of people to deconstruct things, adjust things, mm-hmm. put them in a, in a little box that maybe it's not an Xbox box, it's a, you know, a customized box. It's then got to get reshipped out, you know, so, and then these people need paid, you know, the people in China need paid, the mm-hmm. people, everyone needs paid, including yourself to be able to put food on the table to, 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 or to maybe even fund the next project. Um, 
So, it, you know, I can't, unfortunately, I can't give things away for free, you know. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and, and as businesses, when you're, when you're going through the food chain, they also can't do things for free either, you know. So, I think people need to realize that if it's costing an extra $40, $50 on top of a, a standard controller, which has zero on it, it's got nothing on it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Whilst, you know, like if I reached up here, there's a, you know, there's a, a an Outriders, um, an Outriders controller, you know. I mean, that starts life off as a, as a, as a normal controller, but then, you know, it kind of has it develop into, you know, someone's got to physically change these buttons. Someone's got to physically change the D-pad. You know, it's well, the buttons. Uh, that is a beautiful controller. <laughs> the, um, I love that game too. <laughs> the, it, it all adds on to the cost, you know, and, and I think it, it's almost like, uh, it's like anything really. I guess it's like tattoos, you know. If you if you want a custom-made tattoo on your, on your body, it costs a lot of money, you know. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, it's it's just the same process, and and I think because obviously I do limited numbers, so you know this controller. There's only five hundred of these in the whole world, you know. Mm-hmm. Like, the world's a big place, <laughs> and there's only five hundred of these. So, you know, for production costs for for five hundred, it, it it's a lot more. Than if I had a thousand made or two thousand made or, or better still if I had fifty thousand made, mm-hmm. then my then my production comes down all the time. You know, it's that's just how production works. You know, um, but unfortunately I can't. You know, I I haven't got the funds to to pay for fifty thousand controllers made. <laughs> yeah. So you know, as a business, you you've got to. You've got to be a, a, a also, and I hope people listening to this will understand is that unless you've got, I don't know, let's say some big time investors who want to inject thousands and millions of dollars into what they see as your business mm-hmm. as being a huge success, like anything, some of the biggest businesses in the world started off in a garage, you know. Mm-hmm. <laughs> or in the in the back bedroom of a, a rundown house, you know. It's mm-hmm. it, it it just takes time to grow, you know. It, it each time you succeed at something and you make a little bit of money, you know, you, you don't go out and buy your next Ferrari or Lamborghini, you know. Mm-hmm. You have to kind of put that money to one side and use it for the next stage and the next stage, and then eventually your business will grow into, you know, where one day you may be able to buy a yacht or something, you know, <laughs> like, I don't know. But it, with my business, it's very different, you know. It's So I need Pope to grow successfully, make quite a bit of money so I can give it back. Mm-hmm. I know it sounds like a, a bit of a bizarre business plan, but it's, until I've got money to to give to people, I can't give to people right now. Mm-hmm. So I'm kind of stuck in this 
kind of frustration, like, because <laughs> Pope's doing really well and everybody loves him and you know, people want to work with him. Um, people want to see him grow and succeed. But they don't know the other part of my business plan is to is to give back to the community. You know, so if people are struggling with hardware, there you go, I'll buy you one, you know. Mm-hmm. If people are struggling with um, anything kind of game-related, I guess, right? maybe it's just not even game-related, it could be just stresses and strains of life. Mm-hmm. If, I can't, if I can support them, I will support them, you know. Um, and that's one of the reasons why it was a great honour to join or become an ambassador for Safe in Our World, mm-hmm. uh, which is a mental health charity in the gaming. Um, because as someone from my background who's grew up, who grew up in very, very, very hard times, you know, mm-hmm. like, you know, I, I didn't grow up in a very, you know, well-established area. It was, it was quite rough and ready, you know, mm-hmm. um, you, you appreciate that I know where I've come from. And that's that will always stay with me, you know. No matter how successful I get, I'll always know. You know, I come from this very poor kind of background, mm-hmm. and the things I've got in this room, I've kind of had to work hard for. You know, I, I didn't just get given them. You know, it's mm-hmm. I've, I've kind of had to work hard to, to do it. So, I'm hopefully going to be to the point where. I can substitute or just give that little bit of help to people, mm-hmm. you know. So obviously, I'm not going to help you the whole way because part of life is is also making your own mistakes. You know, you have to kind of. That's how you learn. You know, it's mm-hmm. it, it's like the story you were saying there before about you know you leaving your job or and then your wife um, losing her job and then all of a sudden you've got a baby. It's like like that's three lots of strain and stresses, you know. Mm-hmm. But going back to the 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 kind of it's not a it's not kind of religious thing, but that's kind of happened for a reason to make you and your family even stronger mm-hmm. to what to what's to come. Do you know what I'm saying? Because. Yeah. You're probably going to experience an even another bad thing, but your heart has become stronger from the first. Do you know what I'm saying? It, yeah, it, it, yeah. That, that's kind of how I look at things. You know, it's you know, you you dealt with bad things in your life to to make you stronger as a person, because for what's to come, you know, like for me, all my sort of things has made me stronger as a person to be able to help in the community you know mm-hmm. um, if I can I can sort of um, I can, I've got that sort of natural emotional link to people who are also experiencing something that I might have experienced 10 20 years ago you know mm-hmm. um, that's what I'm saying it's kind of it's kind of bizarre um, how we're all we're all very alike. <laughs> <laughs> it's just we experience things at different times, you know. Yeah. Um, 
and that's why it's important to reach out to people. You know, don't don't you know, don't contain um, any sort of mental problems you may be having. Make sure you speak to somebody. Yeah. Be, you know, the answer isn't the drink. The answer isn't you know drugs, and it's definitely not ending your life. You know, it's mm-hmm. the, the the only answer is talk to people and if people who you speak to aren't listening or oh, just get over it you know you grow up or something you know then then find somebody because there is people out there who who do actually know what you're going through um so yeah i'm, I'm hoping i become a bit of a you know a beacon for safe in our world um to just to sort of not for me to help them because you know i'm not super educated in in mental health problems you know but these guys have got a, an awesome team of experts and mm-hmm. um, and all i can really do is just guide people on the right path really yeah uh, so yeah i'm uh and I'm hoping, you know, soon we'll get to go to conferences and yeah. <laughs> actually get to meet people in it face to face. Yeah. Um, I'm sure there's a lot of people out there who want to meet Pope. Had a, oh, of course. Had a, had a few people, um, uh, developers, that kind of go, so would, would you do like a live stream of like how you do your art, you know? <laughs> <laughs> And I was like, possibly, <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> no, one of the things like I'm, I'm really, you know, uh, as a fellow Safe Now World ambassador, I'm, I'm grateful for the opportunity to be part of such a fantastic organization. Because, yeah. you know, like you, I come from a very rough upbringing and uh, background. And it's, you know, one of the things that I've come to learn you know, over the decades is how stigmatized, you know, mental health is, how people, yeah. you know, it's like, get over it. They don't want to talk about yeah, it. Exactly. You know, and then especially in my family, it's one of those things where like, you know, I was always told like, oh man, up, get over it. You know, just work through it. You know, don't cry. Don't, don't feel anything towards this or that. And not realizing the, the, the deeper, psychological you know damage that that does you know uh, i'll share with you like one of the things i previously gone through um my first child that i had about 12 years ago she passed away from sudden infant death syndrome and the response my family gave was get over it you can have another kid and for years, like I turned towards partying, drinking, yeah. uh, you know, other substances for a while there because I was, I didn't realize how much I was dealing with depression. I was dealing with grief until like one day I just decided, okay, I'll just go see a therapist because I had no one to talk to, no one like everyone I knew, both family and you know at the t- at the time friends, yeah, um, you know. It was just a get over it, get over it, move on, have another kid, get another girl, did you know, whatever. Time's um, a healer. Yeah. <laughs> you know, and it's like and and 
I remember just decided I, I just need someone to talk to because it was eating me up. And, you know, I got a therapist and helped me work through not only my grief, but work through, you know, the, the things I experienced as a kid. And um, just coming to understand it, it's okay to process my thoughts. It's okay to process my feeling what I'm going through at the moment. So, you know, anytime I get the chance to talk to like, uh, you know, before this whole pandemic happened, I was going to University of Hawaii speaking to the students on each island. You know, I could yeah. flown to each island to talk to the students about, you know, content creating as a career. And one of the things I would talk to them about because here in Hawaii, you know, there is a very big thing with, you know, mental health and, and a lot of students, you know, a lot of people deal with depression here, but because of how our culture is in many yeah. aspects of tough it up, you know, you're Polynesian, you're Hawaiian, you're whatever, you know, just, you got to act tough regardless of what you're going through. We don't process our emotions and, you know, when it comes to career wise, like we don't have the biggest support in trying to do something outside the norm. Like the norm here is to, uh, if you do go through school, then you're going to get a secure career in either being, you know, uh, going into construction or going into, uh, security or, maybe going to law enforcement, maybe going to becoming a doctor or a nurse, but you don't really do anything outside of that. So when people want to become a scientist or a researcher, uh, or if they want to go into, you know, computer arts or computer science or, or IT, it's not yeah. supported, especially now with content creating or, or YouTube or videography and design, like that's really not supported. So you know, there's the, the psychological aspect yeah. of dealing with a family that's not supportive of that. So when I was talking to these kids, I would talk to them. I say kids because I'm older than them, but young people, I guess that's more yeah. appropriate. When I was talking to them. I'm trying to understand because they're like, I want to do this. I want to do that, but I don't have support from my family, so I don't think I can do it. And I'm trying to get them to understand that while you may not have support or people who understand what you're going through, where you are, it's a big world. There's over, yeah. was it 7 billion people on the planet? <laughs> There's bound yeah. to be somebody that understands what you're going through. Oh, so. definitely. <laughs> and, and, and that's kind of what I've you know, come to realize, to learn, um, especially networking a lot on, on social media, you know. It's, mm -hmm. it's like, um, I've always seen the gaming world as this huge, you know, huge business. And, but it's it's really about this really small. small. <laughs> <laughs> like, it it's like, oh my god, you know, it's like, it's almost, you know, you do you do one thing for one person, and then all of a sudden it's kind of like, yeah. you know, you talked about <laughs> uh, or referred around quite sort of fast, you know. Uh, but. Yeah, I mean, I don't see it as a as, as a daunting thing, you know. It's 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 never daunting for mm -hmm. me. Um, but uh, yeah, I I, I kind of know exactly what you're talking about because in my hometown, you know, we built like 
you know, we built ships for a living. Mm-hmm. You know, so there was a lot of steel work. Mm-hmm. We had some of the biggest coal mines in Europe, you know. So that hard face, hard man attitude of, like, get over it, you know. Like, mm-hmm. In fact, he didn't even talk about problems you had. You just yeah. you went to the pub, you got drunk, and you just fell asleep, you know. Mm-hmm. Uh, that's kind of what you did. So what I've started doing with, with my son now is, is just making sure. So every day I'll say, are you okay? Anything on your mind? Anything you mm-hmm. want to talk? And I've done that deliberately since he was a young child, just to make him aware that it's kind of okay to have a bad day and, and be able to talk about it, you know? Mm-hmm. <laughs> and, and it could be quite trivial, like, you know, he's just stuck on a certain project at school, you know? Like, I don't know, he might, it might be a science project or something, and he just doesn't know... Because I, I think what you got to remember is back in our day, we didn't have the internet. Yeah. <laughs> like, we, we, we couldn't Google this problem, you know. You, you kind of had to either go to the library mm-hmm. and out of thousands and thousands of books and try and find, um, you know, um, the answer to the problem, you know. Or you kind of just used your common sense and thought, mm-hmm. like, you did it and it went wrong and you think, right, I'll do it again, but I'll not do it that way. (laughs) (laughs) You know, and that's kind of how you learned. And and I think the generation now, it's just too quick to kind of jump on the, you know, on the internet and and I don't know how to do this, blah, 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 you know, and it's... And it's, it's amazing. Like, I... I think I was talking to um, one of my one of my 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 nephews, and he's I want to say fifteen. No, no, no. Actually, he's older now. He's seventeen or so, and just his thought process is, "Oh, let me Google this. Let me yeah. Google that." And I'm like, "Dude, I'm the I'm before the internet generation." We didn't yeah. have that. <laughs> we literally. So, so one of the things, one of the things I've 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 started to like is some of the industries mm-hmm. over here in in England. Um, they're actually bringing some of those old steel workers mm-hmm. kind of back into the schools and into the colleges um, because. The, the when you learn a trade, so let's say you you, you want to become a welder, you know, mm-hmm. you you kind of go to school and the the guy teaches you how to join two bits of metal together, you know, mm-hmm. and then that's it, end of story. But when you get into the actual trade of you know that you have to understand metal properties, you have to understand you know temperatures and you know what materials bond to each other well they didn't teach you that at school you know you, you kind of learn from on the job mm-hmm. so and there's also what you'll find with old school trades people is the no kind of like tricks of the trade 
as we call it, you know, like little, mm-hmm. almost like little hacks on <laughs> on how to do things. Well, all that kind of gets forgotten about, you know, it gets lost. It, it's a bit like you talking about your tradition of like injecting your heritage, your culture into your 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 brand. Well, that's kind of super important because all them traditions are, are, beget, are becoming forgotten about. Mm-hmm. That you know, it's easy for the the, the generations now to kind of just have this internet school that mm-hmm. educates people, whilst you know, like you know, even me, you know, I, I always start off with a pen and paper. You know, it's like it's pretty old school, <laughs> but it it's how you you know that's how it begins. It's just a, a, a pen and a piece of paper. And, and, you know, people are thinking, well, what, do you not use a Wacom tablet? <laughs> I was like, no. <laughs> it's like, like, you draw, you know, you have to kind of like, what, do you not use an iPad? I was like, no, you, you use a pen <laughs> or a pencil mm. and a piece of paper. And it's like, really? And it's like, yeah. <laughs> Isn't it bizarre that people find that strange, though? Yeah, it's, it's yeah, I know. It's like... <laughs> It's. Um, I was funny. I was talking to someone quite recently, and it's, you know, I don't know. That kid's two year old or something, and he already knows his way around like the internet. That's crazy, isn't it? Like, yeah, two two year olds and they can kind of Google stuff. And I'm thinking, what? <laughs> yes. It's like, it's so. I think it's also kind of old school people. Let's say, um, it's important to not lose. That that sort of old school ways, you know, mm-hmm. uh, and just to sort of re-educate the next generation to to also not lose it, you know, because it's there for a reason, mm-hmm. um, you know, it's it's there, and and I think you, with your you know Hawaiian culture, should be proud because it, it's it's a nation of that people love, so why not celebrate it? You know, mm-hmm. it's it's like my hometown where I am in the northeast. We've got so much heritage here. It, it's kind of like it blows people's minds. I mean, just up the road from me is the real Harry Potter castle. You know, it's like what the wow. what there's a there's a real Harry Potter castle. It's like yeah, <laughs> <laughs> but it, it it wasn't Harry Potter castle. Like you know, it was it was uh, some medieval in a castle that back in the day of when England and Scotland kind of fought each other, you know, it's, it's, it's hundreds of thousand years old, you know? Uh, it, so there's all that kind of gets forgotten about because people just hibernate in their rooms, you know, they mm. don't, they don't get out there. And it was great. You were telling the story of um, when people come to stay with you, you don't just, take them to the nearest restaurant and feed them you, you'll actually take them to places where they wouldn't think or even dreamed about saying you know and, and, mm-hmm. and I think that that's also cool and, and we can also do that as gamers you know I think um, it's great saying that like I'll, I'm a big fan of indie games you know mm-hmm. not for the games 
but for the people who make the games, it, it's kind of, you know, you see these beautiful games made and it's like a guy and his brother in his bedroom kind of made this game, you know, and I think that whole story just fascinates me, you know, it's like, like good on you. Like, mm-hmm. you know, these guys probably had six hours sleep in a month, you know, it's like, <laughs> just worked so hard. And I think these people don't get enough attention. You know, it's easy to jump on a triple A game and go, let's hype the death out of this game. You know, mm-hmm. it's like, but no, let, let, I would much prefer to hype an indie developer, you know, and because I think that's more special. I mean, back in our days, we had to type, we had to type the code in. <laughs> I remember, I remember sitting there for like three, four weeks, typing in this game code, and at the end, it was like fingers crossed whether the game would work or not. You know, it's like, and all it was is this character going across a road. <laughs> like, what is that? It? Like, I've just made a game, and it's like this simple figure crossing a road. I was like, oh. You know, so yeah, I, th- I think going back to eight-bit gaming, everyone should start off gaming with eight-bit gaming, and just yeah. <laughs> it's almost like going to boot camp. <laughs> <laughs> well, you see, like you can see definitely like an appreciation people have, like well, the difference between people who've grown like us, who've grown up and seen the evolution of gaming, versus those who may have. You know, and, and this is not to like, you know, diss or, or knock anyone who started gaming recently, but yeah. there's a level of appreciation you have when you've seen it evolve from just pixels, like just stick figures from like the Atari era or the, yeah. the pixels of the NES and, and the Sega Master System era to where it is now. We have fully realized. 4k 3d rendered almost lifelike sometimes you can't even realize that they're 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 uh-huh. 3d you know figures but to see how gaming has in such a short time yeah it's yeah. gotten to this point versus just hopping on oh okay th- this is cool because i i see this with a lot of the gaming culture you know like oh my my main gig is i'm a video game journalist but you know in seeing how a lot of modern games journalists or a lot of YouTubers or whoever, you know, they're, they're hopping in, oh, this game is trash, or this game is terrible, or this game is okay. And I'm like, what is your, this, I guess it's kind of elitist for me to say, it's like, what is your credentials to talk about? Like, wh- what is your background? Like, how, wh- do you know the time, the energy, the effort, the amount of manpower or, or you know, men and women power that have gone into developing this game? You know, what is their story? What is their journey with it? Yeah. And a lot of people don't see that. And it goes back to something you were saying earlier about people not understanding why your controller costs this versus, you know, just buying a stock one. Well, there's a lot that goes into it. And I think a lot of people don't understand that. You know, when you see the final product of the game, it's not just what you played. There's so much that went. There's a sound team. Like, uh, case in point, with uh, Capcom, with uh, the recent Resident Evil Village, you know, my wife and I actually got to help out with that. When they came out here, the sound team came out here to Hawaii to work 
on that part of uh, Resident Evil Village. You know, they we had to go out to um, when they were here on Oahu. We had to go up to uh, Tanlis, and 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 this is which is kind of like a it's a it's like a spiral. You you just go up this this mountain to the top. Yeah. And we, we went up the mountain. We went up uh, several places where we had to go, and we sat with the audio team with all the audio equipment and just sat there quiet squatting recording all the <laughs> ambient sound that you're going to yeah. hear like the babbling of a brook the babbling the you know the sounds insects and, and nature makes and getting to see that part be part of that yeah. side of the gaming industry as for me, allowed me to appreciate it more. So, yes. you know, and I, I see a lot of reviews coming out. Like, I know what's the recent game that came out, uh, Biomutant. You know, people are bashing it. Like, oh, I'm like, but there are 20 people that worked on that. Yes. You know, so it's like, I don't know. I, yeah, I, get, so, I get frustrated sometimes when I, I hear how mm. jaded or unappreciative a lot of the gaming community can be. And I'm like, there's so much that goes into just, it. It's just going back to that. It's not the understanding. It's, it's the fact if, if, if they give it the same amount of time mm-hmm. to, to, to play a game, then they should give the same amount of time investigating the, the background of the game. Mm-hmm. Like, you know, if the new oh my god, twenty people made this game. Well, it, it's not really my cup of tea, but well done them. You know, you can still mm-hmm. be, you can still give your opinion of it's not a game that you personally like, but you don't have to be negative about it. You know, you can still at least congratulate the people who are trying to tell their story. Because remember, yeah. ga- games are stories. That's all they are. It's, it, it's, it's like my my controller art like when people go well i would do this and i would do that and i always say listen there is no right or wrong answer to design like yeah there isn't that's why there's i don't know six million designers in the world you know it's like we're all we've all got our own story that we're trying to tell you know it's the same with game developers uh you know it started with this guy probably sitting on the bus going to work one day and thought, ah, wouldn't this make a cool idea for a game? Let's let's do it, you know? So, But I think also, like you were referring to each department, you know, the sound engineers, the, the, the lighting engineers, the texturing engineers, the, you know, each one has a job to do within, within that game. It, but each one is probably also trying to tell their story Mm-hmm. You know, so it, it it is difficult. I mean, when I design things, if I was designing it myself, I just post it out there, and it's yeah, it's great. But when I'm designing for another company, that has to go through like other members. Mm-hmm. Like it has to go to the creative department. It has to go to I don't know the boss of Square Enix. I don't know. It's like it goes somewhere, but. Mm-hmm. It, it has to be approved all the way along. It has to, and each time they're either going to go great, love it, or can we just change this? Can mm-hmm. we make this 
come with me. So, you know, it, it's not easy doing anything really, but it, it, at the same time, you just almost wish people were a bit more understanding yeah. of of the the effort that kind of goes into something. Um, it, it's like that argument. Of, well, it's not sixty frames. Well. Who cares? You know, I mean, right. uh, my eyes, if I took these glasses off, I wouldn't see a thing anyway. You know, Same here. <laughs> like, I couldn't even tell you if it was 60, 40, 50. I, like, I just play the game, you know, I just kind of like, no, 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 I just bounce around killing yeah. or shooting or dying or, or something. You know, it's like, I don't sit there and focus on whether the grass is perfect green or the sky is perfect blue or. Like I don't know, there was a rock missing in a in a in a pixel somewhere, you know. I'm like, <laughs> really? I didn't even see that. I was too busy dying, you know. <laughs> I was too busy trying to keep me keep me dude from from one bar of health, you know. It's like I didn't realize there was a missing rock there, you know. <laughs> it's like it, it's just like get over it, you know. It's like yeah. just either play it and love it, or play it and go, yeah, it was alright. You know, it was it was fine. Yeah. Buy another and, game. Yeah, and, and it's one of the things like I, I see it a lot with <clears throat> a lot with influencers. And I have a lot a lot of opinions on that, but the, going back to something you were saying earlier about, you know, opinions and you don't you gotta be careful with that. I have a lot of opinions about influencers. And I will safely say this, a lot of them do not, especially ones who are very prominent and in the, the context of the gaming industry, don't understand that it's okay to say, this isn't for me, I didn't like it, but you might like it. Yeah. A lot of them will just go straight to, you shouldn't buy this, don't buy it, this is terrible, and don't understand the ripple effect that that has yeah. Sometimes that's enough to destroy whole development companies. Whole and it's terrible. Like you know, that happened to one of my friends who is, you know, Marcus Leto, who's yeah. uh you know, the father of Halo. With one of his, his his company he decided to go out and, and create disintegration to do something different. And Say a lot of influencers took a stance of, oh, this game is, I, I wanted this. I wanted Halo. He, I wanted him to make this. Yeah. And he had to shut his company down because people just, which is weird with gamers nowadays, a lot of them don't play games. They'll listen to an influencer and decide yeah, completely kind of off of that. Yeah. I mean, I, I mean, I know there's influencers you know, out there. I, I mean, I'm a, I'm a little bit like you. Um, I'm not a huge fan of them. Yeah. Only because sometimes it's like I, I say quite a bit. So it's like, oh look at what I got today. Mm. Right. Anyway, so what I was talking about was this. Uh, so it's almost like as quick as they've as they've received something that someone's took, you know, six months to make. You know that we've had to have these things shipped from three different countries, 
we've had a meet a deadline we've had a kind of there's been a team of 10 12 people involved mm-hmm. they've getting this object for free and it's been on the screen for like 10 seconds look what i got yeah and a cool great anyway what i was saying was this this it it, it kind of irritates us a bit it's like these these people kind of get a lot of things for free and maybe it's the do show appreciation and sh- showing them off but it's just i don't understand this concept of getting free things mm-hmm. if you know what i mean it's like like most of the stuff that you see on my wall is kind of what i've kind of inherited myself mm-hmm. you know and i think it's sometimes annoying um that certain people seem to always get free stuff when yeah. there's people out there who've got nothing man they're on the bones of their ass you know they're struggling and they're just like what about me you know i would rather give this controller to someone who like had no money you know it's like mm-hmm. well, I go <laughs> yeah you know like I, I i don't know i just find but it's going back to my first comment i made earlier i'm 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 trying to understand social media myself, you know. I'm trying to understand like the the politics of what to do, not what you can't do, what you what you're allowed to say, what you're not allowed to say. It's it it's such a, a, a very <laughs> yeah because you're not you're, you're not deliberately trying to upset anybody, but it didn't. It sometimes it doesn't matter what you do. Yeah, there's always somebody who thinks. And, and it kind of plays in your mind. You kind of think, oh, so have I done something wrong? Like, mm-hmm. I, I, and you, you kind of sit there and you, you think, no, I haven't done anything wrong, have I? You know, and it, mm-hmm. it, 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 shall, I, shall I delete the tweet? Because I think it's kind of pissed people off. I'm thinking, but I'm, I, I don't see it as a, <laughs> it's, <laughs> yeah. it's, honestly, it's, it's, and it's kind of going back to your friend's thing there. You know, it's a shame that certain people uh, had that influence where, you know, all he wanted to do was do something a little bit different. And I think maybe sometimes there is people out there who are who are stronger and kind of just go, well, I don't give a shit what you, what you think. Like, I'm still going to do it anyway. Mm-hmm. You know, and I think sometimes with my work, what I've learned to, to, to understand now is I'm happy to take criticism from people. I'm happy to take you know a bit of knowledge that maybe i didn't know about but at the same time i also need to be me i also Mm. need to be my individual self you know so you know i have to develop my own style i have to develop my own ways of doing stuff otherwise all i'm doing is just copying somebody else you know yeah it's it's but people say the word copy but sometimes, also what I've learned over the years is people can, or someone's copying your work, Pope. But they're not really, they're seeing you as an inspiration. Mm-hmm. They're trying to become you only for a time to be able to find themselves, if you know what I mean. Mm-hmm. Like, I know it's kind of a bizarre way to look at it, but it's, it's true. sometimes... Don't see people who copy your work as bad people. 
they're just inspired by it. They're kind of like, oh my god, this cool, this person's like awesome. I, I, like, how do I become him? Well, I'll copy him, thinking I'll become him. But then eventually, what happens is they either get bored and just can't keep up because, like, I already know who I am. Mm-hmm. So I, I, I can change gears like so fast. It's, you know, I can change directions within seconds just because I've got 30 years of experience, you know. Um, so anytime I see somebody maybe catching on my tail, I'll just move in another direction, you know. It's like, that's fine. I, I mean, it, so they can't keep up, you know. They can't They can't keep it. So eventually they have to kind of like, right, I'm not going to copy him anymore. I'm going to create my own style. Mm-hmm. But based on the things that he does, you know, or she does, um, and there's some great, there's some great podcasters out there. There's great streamers, and, and you should really check them out because uh, they all have different styles, you know. And you think, oh god, I would love to like be that naturally good as a person. <laughs> <laughs> you know, like sometimes you get trolled, and you think your instant reaction is the attack back. You know, it's like. But I've seen streamers who just treat trolls in a t- totally different, like it's almost like the the reverse it on them, yeah. but with but with kindness. <laughs> it's a, eh, how did like, how did you do that? You know, it's like, and all of a sudden the guy's like either become your best friend, or he's just being like, okay, I'm by. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, how, how did you like? So sometimes you can kind of fight battles with kindness. You know, you don't have to kind of go with nasty, horrible things that people mm-hmm. see and do, you know. <laughs> definitely, definitely. So, yeah, it's bizarre. Yeah. So so one of the uh, <clears throat> one of the last questions I have for you, because like, I know you're busy being completely respectful of your time. Um, what is a, a typical day like for you, start to finish? Um, do you get to breathe? <laughs> yeah, I mean, obviously, I don't. I, I've never been a person who kind of. I wouldn't say I'm an insomniac, but I I, I kind of don't sleep a lot. Mm-hmm. Um, it's only because um, my mind's kind of constantly racing all all the time. Uh, I I mean, one of the, the the difficulties I have is, I would say. I'm a little bit, I, I know I'm definitely dyslexic, so I can't read and write kind of very well because mm-hmm. I had all that testing done and um, I, I kind of average an eight, about an eight-year-old for for reading and writing. Mm-hmm. Um, but never see that as a problem, you know. Uh, through school, it was a problem. They kind of put you in the, the, you know, the lower spectrum class. It's like, right, mm. you sit there in the corner and you, I don't know, colour a book in or something, you know. It's like, like nowadays, I think kids with reading and writing difficulties, like what I had, they're supported more. Mm. You know, they, they, they kind of get the right education, they get the right, you know, software to kind of help them. Uh, whilst I didn't have that, it you just, yeah, you just shoved, you were just shoved to one corner and yeah, like, just ignore him. He's a, he's, he's stupid. Yeah, you know, he, he, don't speak to him. He's stupid. Uh, uh, 
that's what I went through because I'm dyslexic too. So yeah, and and, yeah, and I went through that. And it's kind of bizarre because obviously sometimes you see it on my social feed. I do kind of mix words up a little bit. Mm. Um, I do I do try to to string sentences, uh, but sometimes you can just it'll be minutes late. I'll I'll say it and I think that kind of doesn't make sense. <laughs> <laughs> okay, um, but the. Yeah, so a typical day for me is I've got a, so I've got a whiteboard. I had to get a wipe, like a, a big whiteboard, you know, mm-hmm. and, and and on it it's kind of got uh, projects that maybe people are asking us to do or um, things. So I have to kind of look to that because um, what I tend to do on a night time is um, I forget about the day I've just had. Mm-hmm because tomorrow's a new day, you know, so so I wake up and then I kind of remind myself, oh, God, I forgot about that. And, oh, yeah, I need to do that. And I need to do that. <laughs> right, okay. And, um, it, and then I just start creating. So with my art, I kind of, I have a, when, I, when I'm doing concept stuff, at least anyway, I, mm-hmm. I kind of, I do it with, I do designs within 30 minutes. So, thirty minutes is the max I'll spend on any design, and the reason why I do that is because it, it's kind of got to happen naturally. Mm-hmm. And after thirty minutes, you, you become critical of your work, so you start. Oh, I'll just move the. Oh, oh, I'll just. Oh, I'll just. No, no. What I'll do is I'll just trash it all and I'll restart again. You know, and it's mm-hmm. it's like that's not the objective. The objective is just to feel feel what naturally comes because going back to my previous uh, comment earlier on was there is no right or wrong answer mm-hmm. <laughs> like th- there isn't it's like it's just whatever because one thing you'll never do is please everybody yeah. you know it's impossible to please everybody you know um so that's why I'd kind of do that but then if a concept kind of comes to life and it wants made, then I have to kind of treat things in a wholly different perspective. So that process takes a lot longer. You know, you have to kind of tighten things up. You have to, you know, use d- different kinds of software to you know, make sure lines are, you know, vector and they kind of be, can be scaled up to the size of a house, you know, or shrunk to the size of a pinhead, you know, and still keep mm. it the definition. Uh, and also what people don't realize is on a controller, you've got these lovely, nice, soft angles there. But then down here, you've got these like vicious, you know, sharp kind of curves. And then up here, you've almost got this flat plane again, you know. It's, mm-hmm. And then you've got these horrible like, I'm trying to get it on camera. Like little knobbly bits where the thumb sticks are. Well, what people don't realize is like when you're doing a graphic on a controller, they create distortion. So when you've got text or you've got a graphic flowing across, things become like distorted or they mm-hmm. kind of they don't work. So you know, when you're creating a design, you've also got to be mindful of that as well. Of, um, 
you know, because it's just going to not look cool at the end of the day, you know, like <laughs> if it's meant to be a circle and it's kind of like, whoa, <laughs> you know, it's, it's, it's almost like a, like a lozenge, you know, it's like, oh, but it's meant to be a circle. Well, make it a circle then, <laughs> you know, and people go, well, I don't know how, well, either shrink the scale down, you know, or, or kind of move it to somewhere else, <laughs> somewhere a bit flatter, you know, mm-hmm. like you wouldn't, wouldn't build a house on a on a like a cliff face like that you know it's like try and find a a, a bit of land that's kind of flat you know um it, it's just the same principle um so yeah and then i'll probably drink lots of coffee mm-hmm. like lots of coffee um and uh, i'll listen to lots of music so what people don't also realize is every single design that I do, like everything, and I've done mm. over three three thousand, um, they've all got that individual soundtrack. So that that's what creates them. It's it's Ooh. music. It's music that creates the designs. You see, mm-hmm. um, and people find that a bit bizarre because. If you think if I'm working on a job and it needs to be quite sort of angular and and almost have that intense sort of graphical feel, then I'll probably listen to something with you know not like heavy metal or something, you know, but it's something that's a bit more upbeat, a bit mm-hmm. more. Whilst if I feel something needs to be a bit more, a bit more thought about or a bit more calm then I would listen to something a bit more softer. Mm-hmm. You know, I, I don't have a music preference. I'll, I can listen to classical music, to to punk, to indie, to trance, to rave, to, like, to... I just have a huge spectrum of, like, music. Mm-hmm. Uh, and sometimes I'll spend a morning just finding some tracks, and I'll kind of go, right, yeah, that that's gonna work for that. Uh, yeah, that's gonna work, and then I'll just go straight into design mode. It's like just boom. It's like, and, and if you watched me work as a designer, because I work so fast, mm-hmm. like super fast. Even when I do three D models, you know, if I'm building a controller, uh, I could have that built in ten minutes. You know, from because I just because I work so fast because it's almost like you become like quite autopilot. Mm-hmm. It's like something's driving, you know, you, it's not until you, where you get to the end, you go, how the hell did I get here? You know, mm-hmm. like you didn't realize you had like changed the gear six times or stopped at, you know, several traffic lights or something, you know, you, you, you just drive. It's just, it's the same with me. I just work, you know, I, I just, mm-hmm. I know what colors match with what colors. I know how to light things. I know how to, it just all happens so natural. that it, It's quite stuff that I've shared with people in an office. It kind of mesmerizes them. Mm-hmm. Like, because it's went from, from zero, nothing to this huge, crazy design in a matter of, minutes you know it's it's i've often thought about streaming it um i think you should 
just just so people can see. it's almost like you know when someone speeds a video up <laughs> it's almost like that but in real time <laughs> it's kind of uh, I don't mean to be so fast at what I do it's it's just it's because I it's just because I allow things to happen naturally um that that's all it is really it's um and it, it's not like that every day you know sometimes I do you know take the take my time a little bit you know mm-hmm. um just depends depends what i what mood i wake up okay um so yeah i hope i hope it's kind of been a bit of an insight to definitely up. And, and i think what you might sort of find interesting is maybe as we'll do another podcast later in the year of course where, where i can kind of talk about the things I can't talk about right in now. In Hawaii, right? <laughs> in Hawaii. <laughs> hey, I tell you what, if I get some flights, me, I get me and my wife to come to Hawaii, get some flights, and get get stay with, with you. That, that'll be uh, that'll be bonus, and then we'll do a live stream on your podcast, me and you, side by side, two meters okay. apart. You know? Okay. <laughs> and um, and then. I'll probably be able to talk about all these 15 studios I'm working with <laughs> <laughs> and all the crazy things that I've, because by that time it would have, they would have all been released, you know, and um, all my NDAs just kind of like disappear. <laughs> I'm all for it. I mean, this whole, this whole room is a complete office with, I got two different workstations set up. I got a three monitor set up here. Kind of about to be a three monitor set up over there, and then another room that's set up for uh, recording and creation. So, uh, no, yeah. I want to. I want to sleep in the stars. Can you just make a like a bed outside where I can just sleep and I can see all the stars above us? Okay. <laughs> of course, of course. <laughs> yeah, yeah, definitely. We should definitely do it. For, seriously though, when you come out to Hawaii, you're, yeah. you're staying with us. <laughs> no, that honestly. It would be a huge, huge honor because th- this is where I need to start. Obviously, changing as a person as well. Mm-hmm. You know, I-, I need to start making more effort to to come to game conferences and and, and start to network more physically. Mm-hmm. Um, then you know, just hiding behind a, a desk. Um, because cause not, not very often people get to see the Pope, like the real person, you know. It's, mm-hmm. they, they just see this character. Not 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 that I hide behind him. It's just, you know, I'm not really that important. <laughs> you know, it's like, it's just my ugly face, you know. But at least Pope's a bit more fun, you know. He's a bit more, um, he's a bit more, um, he just likes to see people have a good time, you know. <laughs> Like that's it. It's quite simple, really. It's weird because I've noticed quite a few people that um, that, I, that I thought were quite cool actually. Uh, they've started like pressing the block button on me, you know. And it's like what? Well, that, that's kind of up to them. It doesn't really bother us, you know. Um, but you just think, God, all the days post console art. Like I can't. I didn't realize it was that bad, you know. <laughs> wow. It's uh, but hey. Like I said, everyone, you you can't please everybody. You yeah. Know? It's, yeah. 
that's that's I, I must I must have grown a too many followers, I think. <laughs> it's, it's upset the maybes. <laughs> well, well you've noticed that like and I think it's it's also probably a generational thing, but you see how so many people put such a level of importance on your follower count and, and oh, God, your social media clout and it's like they lose themselves in that it's funny i get stories there because people go oh no I'm poor because now you're like you've got nearly thirty-one thousand followers on on twitter you probably won't speak to me now you know it's like mm-hmm. no like, like it's just a number you know it's like it doesn't doesn't make us any different mm-hmm. i mean I, I love to speak to people me I, I think it's great um but unfortunately people don't speak to me <laughs> <laughs> they go oh you know you're poor can't speak to you you're too busy I'm like no like you just speak <laughs> and, I, <laughs> and i'll respond you know but um I, you know I, I, i'm not a mind reader i can't read people's minds you know yeah um, but I, I do see you know, I think a lot of people who, who do get quite a lot of followers, uh, the, I don't know, maybe I don't, didn't know them as a person before they had, like, not many followers, but I kind of guess they do change, you know? Yeah. Maybe it's not for the good. Maybe it's, like you say, get, they get a bit big-headed, I guess. Uh, I mean, me, I, I, I'm just the same dude with one follower, as, as I am with whoever I've got now, you know, like I, I don't really, I'm not really precious to it. Mm-hmm. Uh, although I am nearly the 31k, and you know, I think if people want to get us the 31k, that'd be cool. But you know, yeah, do it. <laughs> Make sure y'all follow. Uh, the links will be in the description below. Is uh, but yeah, no. Thanks again for your time, and um. Uh, I don't know if there was any more questions you wanted. I actually have one final one. I did lie. I actually have a final question. Come on, then. Did you have fun? No, it was it was great. I loved it. <laughs> and I think the the best the best bit is, I've now I've now sort of found a new friend. Yeah. And uh, and, and I get free lodging. Of I haven't course. Got to, I haven't got to pay them extortionate hotel costs in Hawaii. You know. <laughs> dude, dude. Okay, so when, so when um, uh, Gerald Rivers, the the in Bison voice, when he came out here a couple weeks ago, when he t- when he was telling me before he flew out, he's like, "Oh, I'm gonna get this hotel," and he was telling me how much it was gonna cost. I was like, "You're not paying that. That's Jesus. a mortgage price. No, you're not paying that. You're staying Isn't in it? my house." Like, I wonder how much it would cost from so new it's from where ins- I live. So like the fl- I, I'm sure the fl- well the flight may be cheaper I know like flights have kind of gone down but like the cost of hotels especially since we're opening up more here yeah. in Hawaii have become astronomically insane and so when Gerald was telling me about the prices I was like dude you're no you're staying at our house like we have a house we have a house 
we're right in the middle of everything. If you want to go to Waikiki, Waikiki is two minutes this way. Yeah. The, the trails are here. If you want to go to nature, you want to go to a luau, wherever you want to go, we're in the, we're centrally located. I'm like, but you're not spending an exorbitant amount of money on a hotel. Like, no, that's just not happening. I tell you what, it's, oh, I mean, it, it's not expensive to travel from where I live in England to Hawaii. It, I don't know what that translates to in dollars, but it, it's it's about one and a half thousand sterling. Mm-hmm. But guess what kills you? Is? The hotel? The, no, the flight times. It's like 26 hours to oh, fly God. there. In fact, one flight is 30, 33 hours just to get to Hawaii. <laughs> is it one on multiple flights or two uh two flights, yeah. Oh, that's too long. Yeah. Ugh. Oh god, there's one that says it's forty five hours to get to to Hawaii. That's too long. Uh, I'd have to fly from England to Amsterdam and then from Amsterdam to Hawaii. I mean, no. so it'll well, be actually, worth it at the end. No. So it's it's from England to Amsterdam, from Amsterdam to Los Angeles, from Los Angeles to Honolulu. That's how long it takes. Like, oh, my goodness. I tell you what, I would do my airmails great. <laughs> get, a, get a fair few points. It's, it's almost like a holiday of flying, isn't it? Yeah. Well, I tell you what, it's worth it's worth though if you if you went out for two weeks, yeah, and seeing and seeing the beautiful nature of Hawaii, um, it's worth the two weeks, uh, the two days of traveling, isn't it? Yeah, you get to see the tourist stuff. Plus, I show you all the 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 stuff that we the locals do. Yeah, I'm gonna I'm gonna go. I'm gonna get my wife to investigate because she Apparently. she she does all the travel stuff. I don't I don't do that. Definitely. Um, and I might take you up on your on your offer. Do it, do it, definitely. Offer's always there. Cool. Is there anything you want to leave the audience with before we go? Uh, other than, honestly, just really be... Just try and enjoy your life. Mm-hmm. I know it's easy for people to say that. I, I know it is. Uh, but it, it's... And it, and it And it is precious, you know? But just just try and enjoy it best you can, mm-hmm. because you just don't know what you don't know when it's going to end. You know, yeah. you really don't. You could be look. I'm sitting here talking to you guys today, but tomorrow, like I could be kaput. You know, I could be like gone. Yeah. That's how that's how spontaneous it can be. You know, so just just try and have fun with it. You know, and you're going to have bad days. You're going to have good days. Don't don't look at bad days as as bad things. Mm-hmm. You know that they're, they're there for a reason. They're there to make you a better person. Yeah. Um, and that's all it is. And make sure, like I said, I know we're both ambassadors to save safe in our world. Um, it's just make sure if you can't find family and friends to talk to, you know, find people like us. Find you know charities. Yeah, because it's that's their job. It's their job to listen, support, yeah. help. Uh, 
and there's always you know there's there's always two three four five answers to everything you just got to find the solution that that helps you as a person you know um so yeah just and hopefully you get to see all the crazy crazy stuff i've been doing lately so keep a keep an eye out for that definitely make I'm sure i'm not you dropping guys... any i'm not dropping any hints mind <laughs> so definitely um everyone make sure you go follow pull parts on all social media and, that, and, and on that, the web well that's not there's no phil spencer hidden things there mind so <laughs> <laughs> can't, you can't be zooming in on my bookshelf and going ah oh, pope's working on phil seems awesome he seems awesome. I, I speak to to Phil just privately, but you know, it's yeah, it, it's it's just a normal dude, you know. It's but mm-hmm. uh, yeah, we do. I do speak privately with a few, let's say, people, you know. So, uh, but it, there's nothing I need to tell, you know, the social world. Yeah. I, that's kind of why I don't really. It was funny because someone says. Uh, you, you you know Phil Spencer? And I was like, yeah. Like, didn't just happen overnight, you know. Like, I've known him for a couple of years, you know. Um, it was like, uh, do you know she- Seamus Blackley? You know, the the kind of godfather of Xbox, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, people say, what? So you actually talk to him? And I was like, yeah. Like, like we'll have we'll have meetings like this together. Yeah. It's like, like, Really? And I was like, yeah. Like, they just, it kind of goes beyond their heads, you know. That and I was like, well, no, we just talk normally. <laughs> it's like, you know, we still eat and drink the same as everybody else. <laughs> but People no, thanks. don't get that, though. People don't understand that. They, yeah, they... they think you're some kind of hero or something, some super god or something. It's like, no. <laughs> All right. Well, uh, people, you'll be able to catch this episode of the podcast along with many others available on anchor.fm slash the Casanova podcast. Also available on every major podcasting outlet. So from Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Stitcher, TuneIn Radio, Spotify, Pandora, iHeartRadio, and more. And uh, make sure, please do me this solid favor. If you're enjoying this podcast, make sure you go and follow my guest, Pope Art, on all the social media i will leave all links down in the description and uh with that being said this is pope art and mikhail casanova we're signing out we hope you guys have a great and aloha field day thanks very much everybody thank you so much for tuning into this episode i hope it was informative engaging and you enjoyed it And if you did, make sure you go ahead and leave a rating and a review. It greatly helps out the podcast and helps the platforms that we're on. Go ahead and promote us more so that more people can check it out. And if you're wondering what all platforms we're on, aside from what you've listened to it on, we're available on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Stitcher, TuneIn Radio, Pandora, Spotify, Amazon Music, and more. And if you want to support the podcast, then we've got Patreon. So patreon.com slash Mikhail Casanova which allows us to continue doing what we're doing. If you're looking for this in video format, we're also available on twitch.tv slash Casanova as well as youtube.com slash Casanova. 
So with all that being said, I'll catch you on the next episode of Hawaii's number one podcast and the number one podcast in the Pacific, the Casanova Podcast. You have a great day, and I'll see you on the next one. Yeah.